Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Shady Boots. On today's podcast, I will be recapping RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 6, Episode 1, All-Star Variety Extravaganza. Let's get right into the recap. Alright, so we are at the beginning of the show. 13 queens enter the room, and we aren't going to go over that because I actually have a whole episode with every queen entering the room, and they're saying as they enter the room, kind of like their workroom entrance saying. So I already have that in a previous episode. I believe that was actually the first episode of the podcast. Uh, so the 13 queens all enter the room, and then Rue makes his grand entrance, and he kind of just goes over what everyone can expect of all-star six he says that the queens will still vote to see who goes up for elimination uh, after he chooses the winner of every main challenge so rupaul chooses the winner after he chose the winner the queens vote against someone on the bottom two from the judges panel and then the winner votes for a person that is in the bottom two the winner then has to lip sync against a lip sync assassin who we do not know uh, can be basically anyone at from any season at any time. And if whoever wins that determines who goes home. So, for example, if the lip sync assassin wins, everybody like in the group that voted, that person goes home. However, if the queen that wins the main challenge wins the lip sync then the person that they chose actually goes home so that's kind of how it works out in all stars just in case you are not familiar also he hints at there is a game within a game on this season so there's always some kind of twist to the drag race especially lately they it's just their way of kind of sprucing it up uh, after so many seasons and uh, iterations of it i think you have to do that and so yeah that was it we got a little uh, sneak peek at what we can expect and so let's just dive into the rest of the episode the mini challenge this week is actually announced by a special guest, and the special guest is Miss Piggy herself. Uh, she says that her and Rue have been on for friends for a long time. She's been wanting to come on the show, and she officially opens the library. So the library is where the queens read each other, and some of my favorites were uh, where Silky says a joke, and Miss Piggy kind of acted like she was sleeping. Everyone like stayed really quiet, and Silky was like, uh, "Fuck y'all!" Like y'all ain't gonna laugh me and then ginger minge uh or someone i'm sorry says like well girl if you were funny like we would laugh um anyways at the end of the mini challenge ginger minge actually ended up winning as she won a $2,500 gift card so ginger minge was the first winner of all-star six the first very 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 first mini challenge of the season the maxi challenge gets announced and it is an all-star studded variety extravaganza it's basically like a talent show uh, the queens have to do. Uh, it's just like to the next level. You know, it's All-Star all -Star 6 especially. So it's basically that. And so 
uh, the queens start unpacking and Raja says that he loves the different types of people that are being represented on this season of All Stars. You know, he talks about the trans women, full-figured women, colored women of color, and just everyone in between. And so he really appreciates that this season because I know the Drag Race before has been called out for not being inclusive enough, uh, especially between, you know, in the LGBTQIA community. And so Roger just says that, you know, he's happy to see that that's happened. Um, Serena Chacha... He, whenever he said, like, oh, I see a bunch of talent here, like, everyone is talent, I'm like, mm, I don't agree. Like, Serena Chacha, bitch, like, you are not, probably shouldn't be here. Like, how how did you get here, girl? And then Silky, like, agrees with me, basically, like, as I'm literally thinking that in my head, Silky, uh, she's like, uh, she tells Serena, I'm surprised to see you here, uh, but not really, you know, because you've upped your game. And then she says, like, Serena deserves a second chance. I was like, false, wrong. That's just negative. Absolutely not. Uh, she's a mess. Her entrance look was horrible. Again, go back and listen to that first episode when the All-Star 6 cast was revealed. It was... <clears throat> no, girl. She, it just was not... It just was not it. Alrighty, so the girls start to get ready for the big maxi challenge, and the maxi challenge, they are all doing different things. So some of them are singing, telling jokes, rapping, uh, etc. Then they start to talk about some alliances that may or may not be formed. Silky says she's just she really is just there to be fair and they kind of just want to talk about like how are they going to judge like are they going to judge based on friendships based on uh who's like the toughest competition who did the poorest in that maxi challenge and so they're just kind of throwing a bunch of ideas around we move on to the runway and we are on the main stage of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 6. RuPaul walks out and their first look is a blonde wig, very RuPaul, very, um, you know, she has, a t she has a taste, she has a style, she has just this thing that she does and it's very her. Uh, she's wearing like a hot pink leather kind of material and at the end of it, it all, it's like, I don't know if it's like expensive feathers or some nice fringe. But it looks very, very nice. She's just giving, you know, just RuPaul as she does. And the very first queen to come up is Jan. Jan, she sings. Her outfit is a pink iridescent kind of skirt with knee-high boots. Long blonde ponytail. And she, bitch, she could fucking sing. She sang the motherfucking house down. I know that it was a pre-recorded track. Um, I don't know that she sang live, but I for sure know it was a pre-recorded track. However, if it was Jan, bitch, she fucking slayed it. I was not expecting Jan to be good just because I didn't really pay attention too much to her season. Um, however, I did love her performance. Next up, we have Pandora Box. Okay, this bitch here. She walks out in this blue, kind of like a bathrobe, but it was a skirt length. And there's like this little reveal with black feathers across her chest for no reason. They do not look like RuPaul's rich, luxurious feathers. They are just, I don't know, like, she got them from the thrift store. And you can get a lot of good stuff at the thrift store, but this was like the discount section inside the thrift store. 
and she's singing a song called Ridiculous. And that's a funny kind of a little funny part because of the way she like stutters it. Um, she also says in her song, I can't dance, but I look okay. And I'm like, no, bitch, you do not look okay. You can't dance. You can't sing. You can't put looks together. You look pasty as hell. Cannot do makeup. Um, that's fine if you're a pasty skin person, uh, but bitch, you're an HD 4K. Let's, uh, let's put some bronzer in there somewhere. Some, let's just, let's, let's do something. Shit. She just, I don't like Pandora Box. Like, I don't know, like, okay. So I, I like her personality. I don't like her talent. Like, I feel like she's, she's not RuPaul worthy. All-Star 6 worthy, I guess you could say. After Pandora Box, Jiggly Caliente comes out, and that bitch looks like a fucking snack, okay? If the category was cunt, bitch, Jiggly Caliente would be fucking slaying it. She comes out, looks almost like a crop top, iridescent pink, with blonde hair, skirt, serving fish. I mean, she was rapping, singing, it was a nice, good, catchy song, and... Uh, the only thing about it that I could say I didn't enjoy was her, like, kind of Mariah Carey take on dancing. Like, it was no dancing, really. It was kind of like a bop. Like, I'm going to do the little side steps and walk back here and walk back there and stay in a spot for a while. Uh, it, it That was the part that I did not enjoy, but her look was sickening. All right, moving on to Kylie Sonique Love. She is singing. She comes out in a golden dress giving me very, very, very much burlesque mode. Uh, she is, golly, she is so sickening. While she's performing, Jiggly, uh, they, like, cut to Jiggly in an interview, and Jiggly's like, you know, Kylie, she's one of those girls who you want to throw a cheeseburger at and hope she gets fat. I could not, literally, I could not stop laughing at that. It was the funniest thing. Fuck, it was so funny. Uh, Kylie looks sickening. She performed. I loved it. She performed the house down. She slayed that runway. She slayed the look. Everything was just on point. All right, so Rachel Harris comes out, and she's wearing basically undergarments. She has a full beat face like she is here to stay however her thing is she's going to sew a dress or an outfit in under a minute so she has Carson start a timer and as he's starting the timer she's like how am I on time and he's like 45 seconds she's like cute and she's like now how am I doing and he's like 30 seconds she's like lovely or you know love you love 30 seconds or I don't know what she does not look like she is panicking everyone in the crowd was looking at her like oh my god oh my god it was getting down the timer was ticking down to one zero and then this bitch does a reveal like no fucking other that bitch comes out in less than a minute in a full fitted fucking iridescent purple violet skirt metallic whatever you want to call it bitch she fucking slayed it in under a minute i'm like oh <laughs> okay Rajak did not come to play y'all she did not come to play she's about to fuck shit up on rupaul drag race all-star six i was like this is it this is everything fucking loved it Raja, damn, bitch, that, that was good. The next queen to hit the runway is Akiria. She comes out with a bodysuit, kind of with like a lime green 
type of theme uh, skirt, kind of. I really don't know how to explain it. It's very confusing. It's like a bodysuit with the skirt attached. It's very confusing. She has multiple reveals, and as she's doing this, it's so funny because they cut to Pandora Box in an interview, and Pandora's like, I'm watching her, and I'm like, oh my god, I want to be her. And I was literally laughing so hard. I was like, same, sis, same. Her look gave me very much Megan Thee Stallion. I was like, yes, hotties, hot girl summer, here for it, love it. Akira fucking slayed her look. Right after Akira, we move on to Trinity K. Bonet. Walks out saying she's looking like a uh-uh-uh-uh. And she's in a black bodysuit. Very Michael Jackson vibes. I think she looks beautiful. Um, her jokes, there was nothing funny. She bombed. She, it, it was bad. Like the whole, uh, 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 um, yeah, uh, girl, like how can you not land one, like one joke? And I don't know if she landed jokes, but from what they edited and what we saw, definitely none of her jokes landed. And man, Eureka and in her interview, like during Trinity's number, Eureka's like, oh, Trinity, no. And then they cut to Trinity in her interview look, and she's, like, kneeling down in a chair. She's like, yeah, sure. And then she's like, god damn it. I'm like, yeah, girl, like, you knew. Like, she talked about in the workroom how she wanted to take a risk, and, you know, the girls that always do comedy in these um, challenges end up going home or being in the bottom two, and she wanted to be different. But I'm like, girl, mm -mm, you fell, duh. So after Trinity was Eureka O'Hara, she came out, she was wearing like an oversized white gown and her face was like projected on the front of it. And while she's singing this beautiful song, she's, uh, has this huge, big blonde hair, love it. Very like a drag version of Marilyn Monroe look. Then the projection stays on her, showing just different positive messages about standing together, uniting, being one. And at the very end, it was very, very heartfelt because it ended with a photo of her mother on her dress, which her mother, for those of you that don't know, did just pass away, I believe, last year. Um, it was fairly recently. Her mother passed away, I believe, due to cancer. So it was a tribute to her mom, and it was very, very heartfelt. And the whole projection on the dress, I was like, yes, bitch, yes. Alrighty, so Scarlet Envy is out next, and she comes out in this big, like, I don't know if it's like tool or I don't know if it's, it's some kind of outfit. And I'm like, girl, I feel like there might be a reveal. And then, of course, there is. She reveals this really sexy skirt. She blows out like a bubble of, from like soap. And she makes, like, pretend boobs, and she takes her skirt off and reveals, like, a bathing suit type of thing with her chest bared. And she just does this huge performance with, like, bubbles and the soap. It's pretty cool and unique. Uh, it, it, it's different, you know? It wasn't bad. I enjoyed it, and I, of course, knew that there was reveals coming. And, yeah, she definitely delivered I would not put her in the bottom for sure. Following Scarlet is Silky Nutmeg and Nosh, and she is on the piano. She has a short hair, and she's like, can I take you out of church? And I was like, yes, ma'am. And everyone was like, yes, ma'am. And it was giving me very grandma in church, very elderly in church, very... Mm, 
yeah, those kind of vibes. Um, she looks like she's wearing some type of, like, a blue shimmery pantsuit. It kind of was like a... From Beyonce, when Beyonce performed Love on Top, I think at the MTV MAs, like when she did her reveal uh, that she was pregnant, very much that, but it was like a shimmery blue. And um, she was singing this a little light of mine. And y'all, it was not my favorite. I mean, she looked sickening. She looked nice, of course, but uh, the performance was not that great compared to some of the others. Following Silky was my least favorite queen in this season, Serena Chacha. She's wearing a blue gown, uh, a very like silky, oversized curtains. Like it, uh, it was a mess. That's all I can say. Like literally, that's all I can say. Um, she had pink hair, which that was laid. Like her hair was laid for the gods. Um, and then she has like three mannequins with like wigs laying on them. And she takes her long skirt off, and she was, like, in a bodysuit with, like, a cute small skirt attached. And she, like, did nothing with the wigs. I wanted her to, like, I don't know. I thought there was going to be, like, wig after wig after wig reveal or something. But it was literally, I think she was singing a song about wigs or something. And it was literally, like, three wigs sitting there on a mannequin. I'm like, Serena, girl, stay in your season. I think it was, like, season two or whatever season you came from. Like, you are obviously the weakest link here. Moving on to Ginger Minge now. So Ginger Minge comes out in all pink, very cute skirt, looking like a fitted raincoat type, but I absolutely loved her look. She had nice pink hair and, like, puffy pigtails, kind of, like, Afro-esque uh, pigtails. Very cute look. Uh, her number, you know, I think she sang, if I'm not mistaken, and it was okay. It wasn't memorable, obviously, and that's because I took notes. Um, but Ginger Minja's look was just like, meh. But, uh, again, she looked put together compared to some of, of the others. At least her look was put together. When I said meh, I'm talking about, like, her performance. It wasn't memorable. All right, so we're moving on to Yara Sofia. She comes out with furs across her chest. And I'm like, bitch, if PETA does not come after you, I don't know who the fuck isn't. Because this bitch was wearing, like raccoon tails some kind of tails fox tails i was like girl they are coming for you after this episode anyways she comes with a very short pink skirt neon yellow top underneath and matching heels to match the top uh she takes the first off and shows what she calls tatas and her song is just literally singing like shake those tatas jiggle them titties and the judges had a hoot they they thought she was funny I thought it was, like, campy, like, I, I like campy, but I, I guess I'm just not in a talent show. I want to see, like, talent, and I didn't feel like that was, like, talent. Like, that wasn't giving me, like, all-star studded extravaganza, you know what I'm saying? So, nah. So then we move on to judging. Rue reminds the girls that he will choose one all-star, and she will choose someone to go home and then the rest decide on someone to go home and then the top all-star of the week will lip sync against a lip sync assassin for her legacy and whoever wins will decide who goes home so if you know the winner the top all-star wins whoever she chose goes home and if the lip sync assassin wins whoever the group collectively voted out goes home so immediately, Eureka, Akiria, Jiggly, 
Jan, Kylie, Scarlett, Ginger are all safe. And we move on to the critiques. So the very first up is Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Ross says that he liked the way she started, but it ended very lackluster. But it ended very lackluster. Carson agrees. Uh, Michelle, all she has to say is that she liked her look. Uh, and I felt the same way as Michelle. I'm like, yeah, it was a cute look. And I felt the judges gave her a very, very fair critique. Uh, after her, it was Trinity K. Bonet. Rue and Carson compliment her look. And Michelle says that she does like her hair a lot. And Ross agrees. But Ross says that, you know, he does agree that, you know, her look was good but that she stumbled big time during her comedy. And I was like, yes, thank you for saying that. After her was Raja O'Hara. Michelle says that she's seen this, you know, performance before, you know, from Bianca Del Rio, but never under a minute. Ross loved the purple metallic because whenever she was sewing the outfit, all we saw was like a black material. So when she completed the outfit, it was like this, not only was it done under a minute, it was a reveal. It was like a glittery metallic purple. We were living, everyone lived, we all loved it. And then we moved on to Yara Sofia. Michelle says that it was so stupid, but that is a good thing for this show. Carson says that Rue took forever to quit laughing after seeing her performance. And then Ross says uh, she might be insane, but loves it. So we move on now to Pandora Box. Ross goes first, and he says that he hasn't seen someone use that many dicks on stage in years, referring to her song, Ridiculous. Carson says she looks stunning, and then Rue goes on to say that it was an enjoyable performance. Serena Chacha is up next. Michelle said that the idea was great, however, her execution was not. Carson was just like, mm, I was not that interested whatsoever. And I'm like, yes, thank you. Send this bitch home. So, Rue announces the top all-star of the week. And the top all-star is Yara Sofia. She wins a seven-night vacation in southern Italy. Yes, ma'am. And then Raja and Pandora Box are safe. Silky is also safe. And then we find out Trinity K. Bonet and Serena Chachar are the bottom two, which I totally agree with. You know, Trinity's performance, although her look was good, it was not. Her jokes, like, were not put together. It was not landing. It was a mess. It was gross. Hated it. I was like, ill. Get me out of here. I hate it here. Like, ill. Serena Chacha, we all know how I feel about her by now. If you don't, she's horrible one of the worst queens on this well she is the worst queen of this season um very not memorable i don't know why they brought her back i feel like no one else was available at this time um maybe they recorded during covid and everyone's like i'm staying home and serena's like i need the money uh serena go away girl anyways Queens go back into the workroom, and you know she, uh, she being Yara, is happy because she's won. However, she's kind of like torn because now she has to choose between Serena and Trinity. Yara pulls Serena to chat first, and Serena says she gave her best and doesn't regret it. But it, you know, she's speaking in Spanish, and I'm like, bitch, like if that was your best, bitch. Like, yeah, you definitely do not deserve to be here if that was your best. 
the other queens, while um, Serena and Yada are having their conversation, the other queens ask Trinity, like, what happened, girl? And she says she wanted to be different, and she had the right intention, but bombed. Uh, Trinity then walks away to join Yada for a conversation, and the other queens then ask Serena why should they choose her over Trinity. Serena goes on to say that she wanted to represent Latin America, and Eureka says, you're sweet and you'll probably do well. Let's vote her out, and everyone starts laughing. I'm like, mm, she's not going to do well. She's oh, She might be sweet. She might be the nicest person on earth, but this is a competition show. We're here for competition. Like, I guess, like, maybe keeping her in would have been a smart thing or is a smart thing because like she's not competition and so like they could easily knock her out later but i guess i don't know i don't know i'm like why is she here send her home like mean girls like she doesn't even go here or she shouldn't at least anyways if at a table uh serena definitely could not sit with me so uh trinity then um in her conversation with yada she says that the nurse just got the best of her and then the queens slowly start to pick their lipsticks one by one for whichever queen they decide to send home. Then Yada goes to vote by herself in a pink kind of like a revealing leopard print top and skirt. And she has to pick her own lipstick uh, just in case she wins the lip sync. So we are back on the main stage and the lip sync assassins behind like a shadow box and slowly but surely we find out that this week's lip sync assassin is Coco Montrese. She comes out wearing a silver gown, silver very very much party city wig, like streamers. I was like, ew girl, like when Alyssa Edwards read you for filth, like girl why look so orange? I'm like, girl like what is this party city hot fucking mess like coco has not learned girl like she's a good she's like okay she's a decent lip singer she's not coco's not my favorite okay she's another one that i'm like why 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 like why did she get chosen why i i don't i don't see what everyone else saw in coco and um anyways she comes out to lip sync against yara sofia and they begin to lip sync to bruno mars's uptown funk yara does a reveal she's swinging her boobs around kind of just like what she just did during her performance coco takes her gown off and reveals like a skirt type of look and i feel like neither one of them should have won i feel like it was a letdown i feel like yada did the same shit that she did during her performance like swinging those titties around i'm like girl this is old i'm done with you and coco <sighs> that busted ass party city wig busted ass party city outfit i'm like you need to go girl like no this isn't it these are not top performers um coco ended up winning i don't know how so the ten thousand dollar tip rolls over to next week's lip sync rude then asked the bottom queen to step forward and he asked coco to reveal which girl the group has chosen to send home and the girls all chose serena chacha i'm like yes send this bitch packing send this bitch home like i don't even want to see an exit interview with her let's go 
bye girl nobody likes you get home get out of here let's bring another queen in let's restart this season like this is not the way i wanted it to start anyway serena is going home or so we think as she's packing and walking out of the workroom, Rue comes out on the screen and she's like laughing and she's like, oh, Serena, it's not over yet. And then she says, uh, there's a game within a game. And she says something like, do you want to play? And Serena's like, uh, girl, like, don't leave me here. Like, what's going on? And that is the end of episode one of All Star 6. Overall, I, this episode was okay i enjoyed seeing some of the queens back like um sonique of course eureka of course silky you know the entertainers they're funny uh ginger minge uh raj o'hara gives me life but man i don't know i feel like all stars need to take a break for a while like uh, let's like stop like if we're bringing queens like serena chacha back I think it's time that we slow our roll and not do another season of All-Stars until we have some All-Stars to bring. Like, what I would love to see is maybe, like, an All-Star season with, like, all queens that have already won. And, like, that would be fucking sickening. Like, from seasons one up all the way, I think we're going to season 14. Like, let's get 14 queens, all of them who have won, and let's get them to battle it out for, like, the all-time, like, who is the top bitch. That is what I want to see. But, you know, there's all these spinoffs. There's going to be all-stars, like, the universe. Like, they're going to be pulling from Drag Race UK, Down Under, España, and um, Canada, I believe, as well. So we'll see what that show's all about. I'll definitely be chatting about it. Uh, but I definitely want to see, like, an all-stars, like, filled with all-stars not with like serena cha-chas so anyways that is it for this week's recap. cap uh, thank you so much for listening next week i'll be reviewing episode two and until then have a good day bye